Hello, and welcome to the Twin Shippers Podcast. My name is Jake. And I'm Eric. All right, Eric. Today, what are we talking about? Jake, this week we are talking about, we are continuing our run on the great planet of Tatooine with the Tusken Raiders. The sand people. The sand people. There you go. Yeah. Greater numbers. Yeah, see, you know what I was going for here. You know what? There's a missed opportunity with the Tusken Raiders of that, like, if you... Wouldn't it be cool if they had some mechanic where when they died, they would come back. They and you'd get like if a if an elite died, you'd get two regulars deployed in your deployment zone. That'd that sounds nice. busted, but that means it might actually see play. It sounds busted, but it sounds cool, right? So yeah. thematic, right on the money. I I just wish that like I wish hidden was a thing when these guys came out because then they totally could have had a uh, single file line. Like if they end their activation next to another Tuscan. It becomes hidden or something. Oh my god, that's so cool! All right, we're not here to talk about the cool. Maybe we are. We sort of are, but we're we're here to talk about the Tuscan Raider. Jake, you and I, as had it little, is, as it is, we had Actual a little Tuscan Raider. Exactly the way the way it was released. So, Tuscan Raider, Jake, I'm going to take us through the card. Tuscan Raider, Tuscan Raider is a seven point group with two figures, and each individual figure is worth three. Um, and it is Brawler and it's Scum only. So the Tuscan Raider comes in. Each figure has seven health, four speed. They have a black defense die and a melee attack with a red and a green. So not a not a bad dice pool there. Uh, they've got a set of abilities. So they have an inherent plus one. So that's nice. They have surge for weaken, a surge for cleave one, and then they've got the I think this is campaign thing, but habitat desert. So back you when they not the, use them unless the map has desert only yeah. in campaign, though, only in campaign. Yeah. And then they have one ability um, and it is called Tuscan Cycler for an action. Perform a ranged attack using one blue and one red die. You cannot use abilities during this attack, which includes the plus one damage and everybody hangs their head in sadness. Yeah, that is that is rough moment of um, silence for the Tuscan Cycler moment of silence. So we did we ran some stats here on the damage. That we got. Um, and so against a black die, you have an 86% chance to do two damage and a 64% chance to do three. And against a white die, it's just slightly slightly different, but not too much. 82% chance to do two and a 74% chance to do three. And with that just dice pool, you've got about a 58% chance to do surge. Approximately. Then, approximately, yeah, yeah. And then um, for focus, if they're focused... They have about a 90% chance against the black die to do three and 70% chance to do four. And then against the white die, 80% chance to do three and a 75% chance to do four. So nothing. Um, they, their damage does not spike really all that much, despite I think they're, again, kind of an attractive dice pool, but their damage is just pretty steady and probably, probably in line with the at the time when they came out. They do about the damage that you'd expect, right? Yeah, about about what you'd expect. Uh, they, they do well. They do better against white dice just because of the fact that they uh, do more damage and they don't rely on surges. Yeah, very very few obviously surge abilities for you know don't do a lot of damage via surges. So, well, they don't do any damage via surges. Well, the cleave one. They don't do any damage to the primary <laughs> target. That's true. That's true. <laughs> We're talking about killing people here, not just nicking other people. Yeah, not just like bumping into them. All right. So initial impressions, Jake. They're they're a little they're a little dated, I think. Yeah. I mean, they're from wave two and they they show it. They're showing their age a little yeah, bit. For, for sure. 
But we wanted to talk about them because obviously we've been doing our tattoo tattooing units. And also, you know, and this kind of goes with their strengths. They are a thematic unit in the Star Wars universe and they have synergy with the figure we just reviewed, the Bantha Rider. So I thought they'd be worth discussing because and I know I've played certain opponents who bring them with and they're kind of an entertaining figure to have along with the Bantha, especially if you painted them up and everything. Oh, yeah, definitely. They're uh, the, it's really a cool sculpt like they're they have their uh, mm. robes blowing in the wind and all that. Uh, and then they yeah. also yeah, they, they have the I, I think their greatest strength, though, is that they are they, they have their 2.0 uh hp ratio so they they get one health for every point you spend on well they get two health for every point you spend on them one yeah. per figure yeah so. yeah but no, i mean we'll we'll discuss this obviously later but i think that they're it's it's really just a mere they could fill a role in scum if there wasn't competition for that role already but that's kind of another point so let's let's go through let's go through some strengths here jake how about that sure so uh first things first uh pretty decent like you said good point cost for health um yeah, it's a seven point group, which is, I think there's, you know, like we said, there's competition in the seven point range, but each what? figure is only no, three there's, points. There's no good seven cost scum units. I don't know what you're talking about. Never heard of them. They are only three points per figure. So that's pretty nice, right? And we've seen um, with figures like the Riot, the Riot Troopers, where how empty it feels killing, I guess, a seven point or a three point figure, three yes. points per figure, right? Especially when they have, especially when they take either two attacks or one supercharged attacks to kill. Right, right. And I could see, you know, the, to in the Tuscans' defense, um, I think I could see them surviving. You know, it's possible they survive through, they need, it's possible they eat up two attacks or one super attack, like you said. I mean, it, they for sure, I, I think there's no way they take two, well, let's call them regular attacks, so no card uh, additions. Mm. I, I think that... Think they do make it through two regular attacks or do not make it through two? I think they make it through two regular attacks, not throwing in hunter cards, basically. Yeah, or, I would not, agree or not an attack from a t from like a Titan, like Vader or IG or Han or something. Yep. Regular attacks, like two two dice attacks with a focus type thing. Yep, I would completely agree with that. Um. So another strength we have here is that they have um decent for for a three point figure, right? So that's what we got to look at it as. Um and. And I, I think it's maybe, <laughs> you know, the thing that you that it's easy to fall into is I look at this and I say, why is this better than a weak way? And like, maybe that's not the right way to look at it, because, uh, you know, and to some degree, we want to look at this almost right They're three point per figure. So we really are looking at them more as if how do they measure up kind of against the uh, elite riot troopers in some ways. Right. Because that's right. that's I guess their equivalent. And I think they they're they do they, a little tiny bit more damage. Yeah. And they're in a completely different faction. Yeah. So so those are those are two good differentiating points. I I think like one thing that kind of holds them back. Oh, and they do have the brawler trait. That's probably worth noting here. I mean the riots do too. So Right. Saying? Uh yeah, but but we're yeah, that's if we're comparing them directly with the elite riots. I think uh against other three point figures in scum, mm. you get up against the elite Jawas. They I think they do a little bit more damage than them. Yeah, I would hope so for spending seven total points because at three point figure cost, they can you think that they could be compared, but mm. but against other figures in that against other multi group deployments in that point range, uh, there's not really much actually competition uh, besides the elite weak ways, obviously who yeah. just blow them out of the water. But at the three point at the three cost figure range, you go up against elite hired guns, which uh, are not worth the points, right? 
So I, I don't know. I think they feel like a really, and you have to compare them to the Gamorians because they're just one point less for the group for doing the same amount of damage. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's maybe the, uh, that's like kind of an ongoing issue is that they have that seven point instead of the six point for their group total, right? So, right. I, w- I would hope to see them for like six or maybe even five, but maintain the three point cost that you have to pay a slight penalty when they die, but you yeah. get a really discounted price for them. Yeah, yeah. So um, another strength that we should at least point out is that they um, have a they they have they have a slight flexibility with the Tuscan Cycler. So now we kind of mentioned that they lose their plus one damage on the Tuscan Cycler ability, which obviously is very bad. But at the same time, there's, I mean, a decent amount of situations I guess where you have melee units that you just can't quite reach an enemy. So right. it's kind of nice right. to have the option. Your opponent will position them in such a way that they are one space out of a four space uh, of a four space move and attack which is mm. right where the cycler puts them at minimum range with the two space with the two range right exactly minimum. and that and that's and i don't want to really i don't want to how, how do i say underestimate that ability because again you know we, we've talked about this in other episodes but how important action efficiency is and so the difference between losing an attack I mean, it's definitely not a negative. It, it's, no. it's one of those things where it's not its not a very good ranged attack, but it's still a ranged attack on an otherwise melee unit. Yeah, exactly. So just just having a little bit of flexibility is is good. Um, I, I want to point out, too, that I actually really like that they have a surge for weaken. Now, it's not as good as the auto weaken that you would get with the elite riots, obviously. But I don't think... Um, I'm trying to think in scum, how easy is it to apply the weaken condition if you... If you want to pursue some strategy with that, um, um, with the Toxic Dark Command card, it's pretty easy. But if you want to do it on a consistent basis, then yeah, it's maybe like Vinto. I think is one of the only other yeah, figures I can Vinto, really think yeah. of. I mean, I'm sure. Well, and then then you get into the real dregs with like, um, what is it, uh, Dengar? You can apply a week, and I guess it gets pretty ugly after this. Oh, but Dengar, yeah, don't worry. He, uh, <laughs> I'm sure his review's coming someday, guys. <laughs> Um, but okay let me i'll point out i'll at least say like i think um being able to apply weaken at range in scum you know without a without hoping to draw a single command card you know that's it's kind of a piece of utility that's it can't even do it at range because tuscan cycler can't use the surges oh oh god i'm so wrong (laughs) that's so oh that's so sad yeah um okay but the fact that they can apply it at all fine i'll i'll backtrack i'll stand by my point though (laughs) you're Um, trying so hard to make these a good unit I am, I am. Well, at least trying to think about, um, you know, what do they offer that you don't get in other ways in Scum? And now I think if we were in a slightly different meta, right, I feel at this point Scum has a pretty, or let, let's say the the units figure, the figures that your opponents are likely to use are probably going to, that really rely on surges are going to roll plenty of surges, in my opinion. But there's probably is a situation, there probably are situations where weakening something can be really good. So. Weekend is insanely good against uh, people like Vinto, who I think is kind of making a comeback, at least from what I've seen. I might True. be wrong. That's right. Uh, really good against... Uh, it's really good against Jedi Luke, but A, not many people play him because they're not crazy like me, and B, he has the auto-evade. Right. I think who else? Like, So those are the two units I think of off the top of my head that really hate weakening. Well, and when I start... You know what? Now, and I'm not sure how popular this list will be, but when I start to think about some of the rebels figures that are coming out in the new rebels box a lot of those um a lot of the i mean you know a lot of the jedi themed figures typically have a surge for pierce three and a surge for plus two that's a pretty common 
set of surges. Right. That, that's the lightsaber surges. Yeah, yeah. And that uh, weaken really hurts that though, because that's you want those. You want both those surges going yeah, into your attacks. Especially if, if I remember them. right, Kanan has a black die with no auto evade, which makes it really, which makes it a really good thing to use against him. Yep, for sure. Yeah. So, so I think there's um. For just just having the weakened ability, it's worth noting that they have it just because it is a little rare in scum. I mean, it's kind of, I think it's generally kind of rare in all the factions in some ways. You got to bring really particular units to do it, but in particularly in scum, it's kind of hard to get. So right, it, it's it's definitely a good bonus. Uh, yep. It's I, I think for if you're taking Tuscans, you're using them as durable objective runners or as uh, or as like your tertiary attackers. Yep, agreed. So in that case, a like you're not surging, you're not competing with for surges with your dam with any damage surges. So if you can get a weekend through, it's not bad. Right, right. Um, so next strength, and I think this is the biggest strength of all that we that I like to talk about the Tuscans at least is um synergy with the Bantha Rider, in particularly Jundland Terror. Yeah, if so, you take them with the Bantha Rider and your mm. Bantha dies in round two as they uh, tend to do but you draw Junlin at the end of round two then you at least have somebody to use it with still right exactly and i think that's the uh big point now let me just bring up Junlin tear here so Junlin tear states two point card use at the end of a round and choose a tuscan raider or bantha rider figure the chosen figure gains two movement points and may interrupt to perform an attack or a special action so like you said um it gives you something to do with a Junlin terror if your bantha rider has died which is something that can happen and I don't think um, an extra attack or a special action is anything to really scoff at. So I kind of I kind of like that you can do this, that they have that synergy with them. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Yeah. And then uh, I think, yeah, I think their other main thing is that uh, it's a bit of a psychology thing of people. If you plop down Tuscan Raiders, people aren't going to expect much out of them and probably won't bother to attack them if you have anything better on the board. So right. they have a little bit of they against an unsuspecting opponent, they would have free reign to run objectives or to run in and deal their uh, medium amount of damage. Yeah, I would completely agree. Yeah, I like the idea that because um, I do I do think that in their current position, they probably are more objective runners than anything else. Yeah, just um, just for the fact that you're getting that uh, that double HP ratio. Exactly. And and what I can appreciate is that they're, a like you said, they are a little bit more, let's say, of a threat than, say, a Jawa or I guess, you know, even, you know, if we think of Imperials, right, like an officer or anything like that, they, they're posing a little bit more of a threat. Right. Which is kind of, which is also, kind of You're funny. also paying a lot more for them, so. You're, you are buying the group, right? You're not just buying one. If you could just buy one, maybe you'd say, oh, yeah, let's bring a Tusken Raider, but. Oh, yeah, definitely. There's you're buying, a you're buying the set. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I kind of, what I kind of like though, is that, you know, something nice that is important to point out as well is just that brawler trait and the melee. So if you are running kind of like a Bantha and other melee figures, like if you're running a Bantha list, you're going to probably bring some more brawler cards. And sometimes it might be good to, you know, have a Tuscan Raider that can use, you know, can take the strain off of a grizzly contest or something like that right right instead of having to do it to i don't know if maybe you brought shyla with you or something like that you don't want her i, I did so. see a list once upon a time where somebody brought two sets of gamorians and two sets of tuscans and it was just that's, a lot of hp and yeah and so that see that's where you kind of get into this interesting point so maybe they never maybe tuscans would never crowd out say a set of weak ways or crowd out a set of gamorians but maybe there's a world where 
you've already brought two sets of weak ways and maybe you can't afford to bring because what is it two weak ways and two gamorians is 30 points right there mm -hmm. but so maybe if you really wanted to fit in right because you those extra two points that you're going to save off of going tuscans instead of gamorians you might be able to get you could add maybe there's some upgrades you need or maybe there's that gets you that 12 points left yeah which is a uh, rebel care package or rebel training wheels sorry uh plus java <laughs> Exactly. Make it a thing, Eric. Right, right. Or, or right. I'm even thinking of if you know that, like, let's say you were bringing two sets of weakways and you were thinking about doing either two sets of Tuscans or two sets of Gamorians. Um, if you think that you were, if your plan was to just chuck your Gamorians on objectives, and you're worried that they might, right, they're just going to be kind of out there to die. It might actually be more beneficial to bring the Tuscans just to get give I mean, one less point every time. Yeah, I think either way you survive the two regular attacks or one super attack. Exactly. Whether so, you're bringing Gamorians or Tuscans. So yeah, that would be a good point for them as well if you wanted to run. So yeah, I, I think that would definitely be a uh, a new thing for Scum to try to run an objective-focused list. Right, exactly. Which, and, you know, uh, but, but I think we've seen from experience with the Jet Trooper plus... Uh, elite riot trooper lists that those those kinds of things can do can be just put out a scary amount of board control yeah and they can they can be really obnoxious all that health and everything so so you know I, I at this current moment i don't think you look at tuscan raiders and say these are the core of my army but they're but i can you know like we just discussed you can think of some edge cases where maybe you'd consider them and they do offer a certain bit of utility that you know you there just aren't like a lot of other figures that are going to do that for you instead so right yeah, uh, they, I think if we're talking about them as objective runners, I compare them to hired guns where they, mm. uh, this is kind of getting into the weaknesses, but still staying in the strengths of when you compare them to hired guns, you're paying a lot more points, but you have a lot more durability and mm. you uh, you have a lot more durability, but you lose your speed. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah, I would totally agree. And, you know, this kind of ties what I do like about them in working with the Bantha and thinking of them as objective runners. Um, I, I kind of like to go back to our Bantha um, episode where we discussed, you know, how the Bantha kind of what it does is make space for you to move out and take all those objectives, right? Because your opponent sort of has to play around the Bantha. And so when you think about that synergy along with the Tuscans and not only the um, the Junlin Terror synergy, you actually it, you get a, a bit more of a cohesive list idea there, right? Because they're yeah. going to be moving out and taking those objectives. You're not that your opponent doesn't really want to like really doesn't want to value, you know, go for them over the Bantha. Right. When I was mm. when I was playing the Bantha lists, it was that that's definitely exactly what it did is it kept people focused on that Bantha for your other list to move out and do objectives. Right. Exactly. Very cool. But we should, um, you know, sadly talk about the weaknesses as well, because it's true, but I think we've made so let's we'll just go over them in case. Yeah. So. So what we tried to do just now, you know, more or less, we just tried to make the case of what, what are the situations where the Tuscan is good. But I don't think that's, you know, obviously we need to be honest that they are not in a particularly great spot in the meta in their current state. Not that I think they're going to get a future state. Not that I think they have a future state from where they are. But <laughs> um, so, yeah, like obviously seven points is a very bad cost to have in the weak way faction maybe the worst cost to have in the faction with weak ways. <laughs> yeah. um, now, again, like I would say, 
the the issue kind of ends up being is that right we quays have the same health uh same defense die same speed and they just put out a lot more damage and are ranged and have the hunter trait minor correction they the tuscans do have more health than the weak way but uh, oh weak ways are weak ways are swick six yes i'm thinking of the uh the rebel hunters thinking of yes. the uh, alliance rangers my mistake okay but they're close they're um they're close very close in health let's say right yeah that that's uh it's a very crowded point cost because you also run into onar at that point cost you run into shyla you run into the rebel care package bringing yeah. in it's just a just a rough place to be right it is a it is a tight space and even the um right even when you think about it, you could bring two elite jawas and get the uh get the droid benefit get some of the other things the jawas do like a leader trade two activations versus one yep range you know there, there's a lot of um questions about whether they would ever outdo those figures and i i, I and on average they probably don't is the thing so that's probably that's a big issue right yeah. Yeah, but uh but yeah, crowded point cost and the the general melee force based thing is force speed is that if your opponent wants to not get hit with them, they will not get hit with them. Yeah, and that's and that's pretty much the long and short of their weaknesses in a lot of ways. Um I did also note given their point cost for 7 that for one more point you could get melee figures with reach and a reroll in the Gamorian cards. And so that's pretty you know, that's maybe that's even the ultimate killer because they it's, you know, in a way, right, we did spell out a world where you could use them as objective runners. But for one more point, you can get an even more durable objective runner that, you know, yeah, <laughs> has rerolls and reach and things like that. So and it's just similar. a rough it's just a rough life for the Tuscans right now. Yeah, it's not their fault. They just came. They're they're <laughs> too, too they were born too soon for this world. They're ahead of their time. Um, so that kind of leads us into strategy, Jake, and kind of like, you know, the way that we like to look at it is, um, you know, a lot, something fun I like to do is set a list constraint. So in this case, right, we, we've we've come up with this idea of that you're going to bring two sets of elite Tuscans. I'm guessing maybe if Jake has an argument for one set of elites, I'm, I'm willing to listen to it. But let's say you uh, double Bantha, you get one, you get one elite Tuscan and then two Banthas, and then your Bantha and then your Junlin Terrors are better. I'm listening. I'm I'm hearing you out. <laughs> um, yeah. So, assuming that you have to bring elite Tuscan Raiders, what do you do with them? What do we do with them? Uh, you run objectives with them. You, yep, I, I you, think that's right. You put them on. You put them on a space that's worth points, and then you tell your opponent, "Hey, come and get them." While my uh, Bantha or my Weakways or whatever other units get into position to blast your face. Yeah, and I really do think that is their main purpose, especially in the meta as it is now. Um, I think like one of the upsides to him as well is that they, like you said, they hit probably on average a little bit harder than your typical objective holder. Yes. Um, and so if they, if I look at these, right, um, 64% chance to do three. So they can, right, they have a decent chance to kill an officer in a single hit, um, a decent chance to, I mean, not, not a great chance to kill a C-3PO, but not bad, not a bad chance to kill a C-3PO I mean, in a single that, attack. If stick both of them on them, then, yeah. then you're in business. Yep, exactly. So, you know, they, they offer a little bit more of a threat. Um, I think, you know, part of it as well, they're durable objective runners. And I think you would maybe be like for me, I'd be maybe be a little bit more likely to play them more aggressively on objectives that, you know, 
sometimes, right? If I had a weak way pirate that I wanted to hold an objective, I might not throw them on the aggressive objectives. I might try and hold some of the safer objectives. But these guys, I might feel a little bit more free. I might have a little bit more freedom to go hold an objective that's deeper in my opponent's territory. Right. And then you also, if when you do that, you're enabling the possibility that you could, um, at the end of round, play a Junlin tear with them and get that free attack. Something like that. That's what I envision. I believe you are correct. Yeah, I'm. I'm just trying to uh, reach inside myself and see if I can do the the Tuscan scream or not, and I don't think I can. Oh, I, I will not be doing it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I think that's mainly the strategy that you would have to do with doing with using them, and and I think that is the same no matter now unless you get into certain specialty lists, right? So you mentioned that if you did two. Tuscans with two sets of Gamorians. You're just kind of going a pure meat list in some ways. Yeah, in that case, you would live fast, die hard, rush at your opponent, and hope that you get to them before you take too many casualties. Exactly. And you know, the funny part would be that you'd probably be hoping the Tuscans are your casualties over your Gamorians <laughs> on the way in. But it is nice that they would have um the brawler. So they have the brawler trait, right? They've got synergy with the Gamorians. Um, yes. They've got similar with some other brawlers too, if that's what you're going to mix them, because they would go, what, you'd only be at 30 points with the two Gorns and two Tuscans, so you can mix in a Maul or a Shyla or something like that to fill it out, and you'd have a big old brawler melee list. Sounds like such a bad list. Yeah, but oh, so yeah, but the fun factor, Jake. The fun uh, factor. They're ridiculous. You are correct there. Fun factor fun. above all factor. Fun factor. Very fun. Um, what command or, cards are good with these guys, Eric? Command cards, yeah, we should talk. Let's let's get to command cards. So obviously Dunlin Tear, which we already read. Um, so I won't read it again, but you know, it, it would give them a free attack and a couple movement points at the end of a round. So that's kind of nice. Again, we you know, any any figure could use that. I don't know if it's that valuable for them at two points given their damage ratio, the the amount of damage you get out of it, but Yeah, if you're if you're running a list without a Bantha, you probably don't take it, but if you're running a Bantha list already, then you have Junland. So it's a good it works with them as well. I don't know. But I think uh, I think their premier command cards are Grizzly Contest and uh, and Deathblow. Grizzly Contest is a two point command card that reads uh, Brawler used during your activation. An adjacent hostile figure suffers two damage. Then you suffer two strain. You don't care about your Tuscans. You just take the strain as damage, and then you trade two damage on your crappy unit for two damage on their good unit, which, uh, if you're doing it right, will result in a kill. You realize that I got dropped off the call. I did not realize that, but I did just finish explaining Grizzly Contest. You did a great job. I, I got back in almost immediately. So, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I think that's um, a good point about Grizzly Contest. Um, just the fact that they are so... Don't don't have that much value. So you might not... If you don't want to lose your command cards and you don't want some other figure taking the damage there, they are a good choice to take that damage. So, Yeah, and for and also Deathblow, I had mentioned, because getting mm. two extra damage on your attack is a good way to do extra damage. I mean, always. I'm not, I'm, not going to complain about extra damage ever. No, no. And again, they're just, it's probably, they're just a nice figure to, uh, the fact that they can use it is nice. Given they, then that would also enable them to probably quite easily apply that weekend in that scenario. So that's nice. That's good. There you go. <laughs> Get weakened. Two damage in a weekend. Um, what else we got here? Uh, our last card we had on here was face to face. I don't know if there's really anything else we would. And so let me read face to face here. They kind of, I mean, this is just a generic all melee brawlers can enjoy using it, but it is for an action, move up to two spaces, then perform an attack targeting an adjacent figure and object. It's one point. Yeah. yeah. Just uh, gets you that little bit further. 
You're good to yeah, go. Yeah, just a, that little bit. It's it's not bad. Um, is there any world where you're running these with parting blow? Two-point brawler uh, card? Or not really. I mean, if you think they're going to be up in the fray, could I be all think right. maybe, but uh, it really depends on what else the list you're using them with is. Yeah. I, I you know, part of me starts to think it things start to get right. You, how many points are we going to throw towards the uh, the Tuscans? The Tuscans, yeah, down the command card hole. Now, if you're running a bunch of other brawlers, then maybe, yeah, but probably not just. Uh, I, I think if you don't have access to Unshakable or some other way to clear the stun, then it's kind of, I don't know. Yeah, I well, you know, I, I think it's a mediocre uh, take in this in that situation, but true. I mean, depending where they are, although I could I could see, you know, with that weekend, I could see a world where um, if you double move them next to some important figure before they activate, uh, then that figure activates and the tries weekend to move. That you have a 58 percent chance of getting the surge you need to get it. Yeah, it's not great, Jake. I'm not saying it's great. I'm just saying you could um, surprise weaken a unit for their activation, which would be <laughs> a little cool be a little neat it'd be a neat little tech choice but yeah no it's not a slam dunk by any means no uh i think that's the command cards um we got a list we got a couple lists here that we put together oh no just one list oh no you got a list i got a different list i already said my list you say your list when did you say yours that's crazy the, the double gamorian one. Oh, is it do you have two gamorians in your list you don't even have two gamorians oh yeah you got two there. Um, so I put together what was the uh, what I would call maybe a more traditional, um, let's say like the thematic list. So you're going Bantha Rider, you're going two Tuscan Raiders, and Beast Tamer as your core. So you got a good 24 points there. And then I think you bring Devious for 25 because you just always want that with the Bantha. Yeah. Uh, sure. And then and then we kind of try to figure out what else you would do to kind of supplement your damage because your problem with that list is that you've got the Bantha for damage. You really don't have anything to follow up on it at this point. So we added a set of weak ways again, continuing with the, um, the Tatooine theme. Um, so we did a set of weak ways and then we did the rebel, the rebel training wheels, as you call them, rebel care package, Gideon and C3PO. Cause you want both those weak ways to be focused. And we added a Jawa and obviously temporary Alliance. And that's our, that's our whole 40. So you got yeah. a nice seven activation, uh, Bantalist. Yeah. 73 health. Um, you got lots of objective runners to go grab, Go grab those objectives as your Bantha hopefully pushes your opponent into their base. Did the Bantha get a little, you know, we got a new map here. I wonder if the Bantha got a little buff, and I wonder if Tuscans would be okay. With the, the Tarkin Initiative Labs. Uh, yeah, I think there's a, there's a good gulf between the two deployment zones on the, uh, like, there's a big old clearing between them. But yep. if, you, if you get into the hallways with the Bantha, then it's really hard for your opponent to avoid them. Yeah, very scary. But yeah, I mean, I, I would try this list. I don't think it's like a slam dunk, but it is. Like I said, it is. It's got that. Um, if you want some Tatooine flair, you're gonna get that sweet, sweet Tatooine life going there. It's pretty cool. It's pretty yeah. cool. It's a yeah, and then uh, the weekway also Tatooine theme. So you're you're just on point. Yep. And Jawa totally. and three PO, and then I guess Gideon. I don't know. Not yeah, what, whatever. Not he's a, but he's not specifically not tattooing either, so we'll call it. Exactly. He's ev- he's everywhere, Jake. <laughs> he's 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 I've a man been of all over this galaxy. That's right. Um. Well, Jake, thanks for doing this one. I I think you know to sum up, you know, like we said, I think there are some edge cases where the Tuscan may be considered, but like you said, the the issue is that at seven points, there's just so many options. 
to right. uh, fill it's, fill that point slot. And it's very it'd be very difficult probably to justify this over your yeah. own R's, your you know, even you know, even going down to the Greedos or you know, maybe you consider Java or whatever it's gonna be. There's so many things in that space. So. Right. And and even within its within its like wheelhouse of being a durable objective runner slash melee fighter, you get the Gamorians that do it better. Yeah, so painful. Yeah, they just it's a it's a tough time to be a Tuscan right now. It is. It very is. And you know, again, and and even its most redeeming quality that synergy with the Bantha Junlund hair. Um, it's just not. They just don't do enough damage to try to make it even worth it. Hardly. Yeah, it's that, just not so. there. Yep. Unfortunate, but unfortunately, hey, sometimes too beautiful gotta, for this world. <laughs> uh, if you call that beautiful, sir, we have some <laughs> issues. So true. Uh, all right, Jake. I think we wrap this one up. But thanks a lot. Hey, and thanks, thanks for asking. Yeah, and that, so, I, I just wanted to close out that sometimes it's important to uh, to talk about these mediocre to bad units just to just to clear the clear the air of all this meta talk all the time. Oh sure. Well, and you know people have them, so they want to they want to know what's the deal with this guy. What is this? What does he do? Yeah. Turns all out right. not much. Yeah. All right. Well, let's wrap this one up, Jake. Uh, you have a good day. Thanks for recording. We'll talk to you soon. Yeah, and uh, thank you, listeners. Uh, we do have a Patreon uh, if you want to. If you don't want to, that's also perfectly fine. And and since Zion's Finest is nice enough to plug us all the time, we'll uh, we'll tell you to go give them a listen. Or uh, or probably better would be to join the Slack channel where we have loads of fun talking about BS and also real list talk. Yeah. But the BS is more fun. Totally true. All right. Well, I'll talk to you soon, Jake. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.